Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, December 21st. U.S. equities posted solid gains, adding to yesterday's advance amid some upbeat earnings results and economic data. Dow member Nike rallied after easily topping profit projections and raising its full-year revenue outlook, while FedEx rose after exceeding earnings estimates and announcing a larger-than-expected outlook for cost reductions. Treasury yields were mixed, and the U.S. dollar traded to the upside, while crude oil prices were higher and gold slipped. In economic news, consumer confidence unexpectedly jumped to an eight-month high, while housing data showed existing home sales dropped more than expected, and mortgage applications rose for a second straight week. Asia finished mixed as the markets continued to digest yesterday's surprising policy move from the Bank of Japan, and Europe was noticeably higher, rebounding from some recent choppiness that has come from monetary policy tightening actions on both sides of the pond. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rallied 527 points, or 1.6%, to 33,376. The S&P 500 Index rose 57 points, or 1.5%, to 3,878. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 162 points, or 1.5%, to 10,709. In moderate volume, 3.7 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.3 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil increased $2.06 to $78.29 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $1 to $1,824.20 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.2% to 104.17. In equity news on Wednesday, Dow member Nike Incorporated, ticker symbol NKE, reported fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $0.85, cents, above the $0.64 cent fact set estimate, with revenues rising 17% year-over-year to $13.3 billion, above the street's $12.6 billion forecast. The company said consumer demand for its portfolio of brands continues to drive a strong momentum in a dynamic environment. Nike said its growth was broad-based and was driven by its expanding digital leadership and brand strength. However, its gross margin fell due to higher markdowns to liquidate inventory, continued unfavorable changes in net foreign currency exchange rates, elevated freight and logistics costs, and increased product input costs, partially offset by strategic pricing actions. The company raised its full-year revenue outlook. Shares rallied over 10%. FedEx Corporation, ticker symbol FDX, posted adjusted fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $3.18, above the expected $2.81, as revenues declined 3% year-over-year to $22.8 billion, below the forecasted $23.7 billion. The company said it moved with urgency to make rapid progress on its ongoing transformation while navigating a weaker demand environment. Its stronger-than-expected earnings came amid price increases and additional cost reductions. The company announced an additional $1 billion in projected savings for 2023, which came in above expectations. FedEx traded higher. The equity markets remain choppy, as today's upbeat earnings results appear to be overshadowing uneasiness regarding the economic impact of aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed. 
This has caused recession worries and choppiness in the markets to ramp up. The Schwab Center for Financial Research discusses the recent volatility in the latest article titled Stock Market Volatility, Fed Concerns to the Fore. Additionally, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled U.S. Outlook, How Many More Times Fed, how Powell, among other Fed officials, has seemingly shifted his attention from the rearview mirror to the windshield. She points out how inflation is a lagging indicator, but the impact of monetary policy changes is in the future. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, existing home sales were down 7.7% month-over-month in November to an annual rate of 4.09 million units, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 4.2 million unit pace, while October's figure was unadjusted at 4.43 million units. Contract closings declined for the 10th straight month and remain at the lowest level since May of 2020 and are down at 35.4% versus a year ago. Sales in all four major U.S. regions were down month over month and compared to last year. The median existing home price was up 3.5% from a year ago at $370,700, marking the 129th straight year-over-year gain, but was the fifth month in a row that the median sales price decelerated from the record high of $413,800 in June. The number of homes for sale was unchanged month over month, with unsold inventory at a 3.3-month supply at the current sales pace, but up from the 2.1-month pace in the same period last year. National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lawrence Yun said, quote, In essence, the residential real estate market was frozen in November, resembling the sales activity seen during the COVID-19 economic lockdowns in 2020, end quote. He added that, quote, the principal factor was the rapid increase in mortgage rates, which hurt housing affordability and reduced incentives for homeowners to list their homes. Plus, available housing inventory remains near historic lows, end quote. In other housing news, the MBA Mortgage Application Index rose 0.9% last week, following the prior week's 3.2% gain. The index increased for a second week in a row, as a 6% rise in the refinance index more than offset a 0.1% dip for the purchase index. The increase came as the average 30-year mortgage rate fell 8 basis points to 6.34%, but is up 307 basis points versus a year ago. The Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index jumped to 108.3 in December, the highest since April, from November's upwardly revised 101.4 level and versus estimates calling for a reading of 101. The index movement came as the expectations and the present situation components of the survey both increased solidly. On employment, the labor differential, which is consumers' appraisal of jobs being a plentiful minus being hard to get, increased to 35.8 from the 31.5 level posted in November. Treasury rates were mixed, as the yield on the two-year note declined 4 basis points to 4.23%, the yield on the 10-year note was flat at 3.68%, and the 30-year bond rate rose 1 basis point to 3.74%. 
The markets continued to digest last week's monetary policy decision from the Fed, which delivered a 50 basis point rate hike, a deceleration from the previous string of 75 basis point rate hikes. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the decision in her commentary titled, Listen to the More Hawkish Fed Music, where she notes how while progress has been made on inflation, Fed Chair Powell noted it is too early to declare victory. Although coming well off highs, Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar remain higher for the year amid this backdrop, and Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will be fairly busy, offering the final look at third quarter GDP with the headline rate, personal consumption, and the inflation gauges all expected to remain at their respective first revisions. Initial jobless claims for the week ended December 17 are also on tap, forecasted to show 222,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed, as well as the leading economic index, with economists calling for a 0.5% month-over-month decline during November. The December Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will complete the docket, anticipated to remain at the prior month's level of negative 6, with a reading below zero denoting contraction in activity. In international news on Wednesday, European stocks posted solid gains across the board, rebounding from recent sluggishness that has come from continued aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed, European Central Bank, Bank of England, and Swiss National Bank. The moves by the Fed and European Central Bank were less aggressive than the recent 75 basis point rate increases by the central banks, and Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, discusses in his article titled Central Banks Stepping Down, how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Also, the markets continued to digest yesterday's surprising action from the Bank of Japan to tweak its bond yield target, which caused some volatility in the currency and bond markets globally. In economic news, Germany's consumer confidence for January improved more than expected but remained decisively negative, while UK public sector net borrowing came in well above expectations for November. The euro and the British pound were lower versus the US dollar. Bond deals in the eurozone were mixed, and rates in the UK were lower. The UK FTSE 100 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index were up 1.7%, France's CAC 40 index rallied 2%, Germany's DAX index increased 1.5%, Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 1.4%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index was 1.8% higher. Stocks in Asia finished broadly lower, as markets in the region continued to react to yesterday's Bank of Japan decision to widen its cap on the 10-year Japanese government bond yields. This action has sparked global volatility in the currency and bond markets, and comes after a host of monetary policy tightening measures across the globe. The move was intended to improve market functioning while maintaining accommodative financial conditions, and Bank of Japan Governor Kuroda stated, quote, This change will enhance the sustainability of our monetary policy framework.
It's absolutely not a review that will lead to an abandonment of yield curve control or an exit from easy policy, end quote. As a result, the yen has maintained its strength versus the U.S. dollar. Last week, the Fed and European Central Bank raised rates and offered some hawkish signals as inflation remains uncomfortable. Additionally, the markets remained jittery as COVID cases continue to rise in China, dampening optimism regarding progress on a reopening. In his latest article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. In economic news in the region, South Korea's December exports fell, but at a smaller rate than the prior month, while Japan's machine tool orders were revised slightly favorably to a 7.7% year-over-year decline for November from the previously reported 7.8% drop. This follows the 5.5% decline seen in October. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.7%, adding to yesterday's drop, and China's Shanghai Composite Index dipped 0.2%. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index rose 0.3%, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index gained 1.3%, South Korea's Kospi Index traded 0.2% lower, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index fell 1%. The economic calendar overseas for tomorrow will hold Japan's leading index, industrial sales from Italy, and third-quarter GDP from the UK. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, December 21st.